Hey guys, in this episode, I talk about how to know somebody, how to really know somebody deep down, according to a Nassim Taleb heuristic. So, it's interesting. Shut your mouth, sit down, take a listen. All right, let's take a look here at Nassim Taleb, the fantastic author of Antifragile, Things They Gain from Disorder. Um, also, one of my favorite books from him is uh, Fooled by Randomness. And he says in page 73 under subheading How to Become Mother Teresa, you may never know what type of person someone is unless they are given opportunities to violate moral or ethical codes. And I think this is particularly important in this day and age. So I don't necessarily like to get uh, too political just because I think the political discourse in this country is uh, fucking toxic. But let's go ahead and talk a little politics. Right? So... I am not of the left. Um, I am not necessarily of the right, but I, you know, my my persuasion tends to be more right leaning, at least traditionally speaking. And one, let's talk about socialism, right? So when we talk about socialism, a lot of times it's people. They the idea between socialists and communists is the idea. It's the haves and the have-nots. And the people that are supposedly the have-nots, the proletariat, generally like to espouse some kind of moral, ethical principles that are being violated by the people that have all the wealth, all the money, all the status and power, right? And they say, well, you're being exploited, blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing. No matter what any socialist or communist tells you, when they assert that you're being exploited and that being exploited is a bad thing, then they are implicitly saying that there is a there is a line of there is an ethical or moral code that should be followed right because they're saying that well somebody's doing this and it is not right so you should be doing that otherwise it would just be like well you know if there is no moral ethical code see you got to be careful because a lot of these people are proclaimed atheists if there is no you know moral morality that these people are trying to follow then what's wrong with being exploited right you know, if you enjoy it and it's fun, who cares, right? If you feed your family, then what does it matter if you're being exploited? What does it matter if it's wrong, if wrong doesn't exist? Regardless, back on topic, if you assume some kind of ethical or moral code, okay, um, then that's what uh, the a lot of socialists appeal to, right? You know, the wealthy 1% are impoverishing you, destroying your lives. It's immoral. It's It's not right. So... A lot of times these people throughout history, you know, they advocate the overthrow of the government, the ad- overthrow of the bourgeoisie, of the, of the um, middle class, of the elites, all of that. Now, what's interesting is, um, and I, I haven't read the Gulag Arch- uh, Archipelago or Arca- whatever, however you fucking pronounce it, <laughs> and, uh, but I've listened to the whole thing on audio, and I do have the book that I've read through parts of it, but anyway... What's interesting is that what's detailed in that book is how uh, it's basically the uh, Russian Revolution the, um, back in the early 1900s, around like 19, the, uh, around World War I era. And you get to see how 
And if you listen to Jordan Peterson, you know, he he was very fascinated by this. And you'll learn a lot about – you'll learn some interesting Russian history just by listening to Peterson's lectures and how the um, the revolution went down, how essentially every – there was this idea that they were going to rise up and there would be – it was like this kind of moral uprising, right? We're going to take control – uh, we're going to wrest control from the elites, bring it to the people. But as soon as they had control, everyone started going after everybody else, right? Each different group that got into power was trying to cement their own power. And by cementing their own power would systematically kill and imprison, you know, hundreds of thousands of people um, with each different wave of people coming into power, and it's extremely, um, you know, another thing that Peterson talks about as well. It's funny. I know Taleb is not, a friend, is not a fan of Peterson, so it's funny that I'm putting these two together. But one thing that Peterson also talks about is how one of his goals when he teaches is to show people, because he was a professor of psychology, I guess still is, and would like to, he likes to expose his students to the idea that they would have been Nazi guards in the concentration camp, right? That most likely they would have gone with the flow, right? That they would have violated their own moral or ethical standards. And that is something that I think in this current day and age, we don't have enough humility about. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I myself included, I can tell you straight up, there are things that, uh, you know, we've all done stupid shit. You know, I've done stupid shit. Everyone's done some stupid ass shit. Um, and I know that's, a, that's the scientific term for it, so you can quote me on that. But uh, the, right now, I just feel like we could all use a dose of humility, right? Because if we all look deep down inside, most of us are willing or would be willing to violate our own moral and ethical standards to some degree. And it's really hard, it's really hard to uh, not do that. And to what Taleb says is that you won't know a person unless you give somebody the opportunity to violate their moral or ethical standards. I would say that that's very true, right? If you have a somebody that is considered your friend and they have the opportunity to do something that, you know, is quite appalling and they take the opportunity, well, you, you see how that person is. You see how they are when they're not under the social constraints, maybe when somebody's not watching them. Okay, and I'm sure, you know, like I said, we've all done things when no one's watching where we're like, oh shit, I'm not a big fan of that. Not a big fan of that behavior, right? But the biggest thing is you correct it, right? You don't keep doing it. Um, but it's a very, I think it's a really interesting rule. It's a really poignant one. I think it goes really, really deep. You know, sometimes um, you know, I, the topics I cover or something like that, they don't go, maybe they don't run so deep, but with uh, that from Nassim Taleb, if you use that rule to analyze people around you, friends, colleagues, family, then you will see like who the person is. Um, and I'm sure we all have family members too. It could be a parent, somebody just trusted in your family, where you see how they bend the rules around themselves, right? We all tend to do that to some degree, maybe. Uh, but I mean, I've definitely seen it. People that I've trusted 
where when they had the opportunity to bend the rules or maybe they start uh, twisting some things back on other people and they're doing it simply because they can, right? They're doing it because they see, hey, nobody's going to call them on their shit, so they're going to do it, right? Uh, I've also seen it in organizations, and I don't want to talk about the organizations uh, because, you know, just in case, but I have seen it in organizations that I've been a part of where people at the top have done some really unscrupulous things. And you're like sitting there like, what in the shit are you doing, man? And they do it because they thought they were going to get away with it. And then they got caught. And the spotlight's on them. So, of course, you know, they do their uh, their mea culpa. They apologize, all that shit. But, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, at that time, it's too late. So when you witness somebody do something, you know, it's kind of the idea when what people do when no one's watching, right? It's just kind of like that, like... You don't get to really know somebody or you don't get to really see how somebody is until they get that opportunity, right? You know, if you're in a crowd of people and everyone starts bashing in windows, you know, are you going to join in? You're going to pull out. You know, is your friend going to start stealing just because, um, you know, from a store just because nobody's around to catch him? So, I don't know. This is some base stuff, uh, base level stuff, but um, it's also very poignant and applicable, And I think it's really applicable to this day and age because I think the modern left-wing movement, the modern social justice types, this is what they play on, right? This is what it's all about, is that they are the moral 99%, um, that they also, you know, they're the ones that are all into the intersectional feminist theory and all of that jazz. So the idea is, is that they are moral. And but the but the deal is they're making the rules and they're trying to say, oh, yeah, when we get into power, everything's going to be great. When we get into power, everything's going to be fantastic. But they're not. They're the same people as you and I, maybe even worse. And once they get into power, they would probably take it to a whole nother level of hell. Right. And I would also like to expand that to we could talk about the Chinese Cultural Revolution. You know, what happened in the Cultural Revolution of China? Well, that was a situation where the Mao, who advocated for a continuous revolution, had uh, basically stopped all schools, uh, all education of the youth, and they were all supposed to just go and follow Mao through the countryside and, and basically learn about revolution and communism. And all these rival gangs form, and they started doing all kinds of crazy shit. And... I almost think that maybe the takeaway from this is, you know, that human beings are, we are fucked up, man. You know, we can be pretty dark. It takes a lot to keep us in check. And people that are close to you can do some pretty horrific things if you're not paying attention or if you are paying attention and they just don't think that it matters. So, you know, watch your friends, man. Watch your family. Watch your kids. Hide your your kids. Hide your wife. Watch your wife, too. (laughs) No, I'm just messing around. But for real... Um, keep that in mind, right? Think about, uh, I like to use it on my own self, really, because it's like you can't sit around judging your friend until you actually see them doing something. So I'd like to use this as a measuring stick on myself. You know, when no one's watching, when you can break the rules, do you break the rules, right? And not only just do you break the rules, the question is what rules? Ethical rules, 
moral rules, treating people um, in a particular way, right? That kind of thing. Maybe trying to screw somebody out of a out in a contract situation just because you can. Maybe it's legal, but it's not ethical. So those are the types of things to think about. Hurting somebody just because you can get away with it. Would you do it? What circumstances would you do it? You know, those are the things that you want to think about. Stealing from somebody's livelihood. So, yeah, some upbeat stuff for you today. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy.